We'll go ahead and begin with our Verizon IndyCar Series post-qualifying press conference, joined now by Graham Rahal, who will be starting sixth in tomorrow's Kohler Grand Prix. Graham, uh, obviously kind of a, a, a Penske party in qualifying, as you alluded to in your in your post-qualifying quote, but you guys got in there, as did Scott Dixon, to break, up, up, to break it up a little bit. How did your session go, and how do you think that might translate into tomorrow's race? Well, you know, I mean, we got all of it. We got all of it. I, I don't know, you know, uh, obviously they got they got something going here that uh, that we don't. Um, you know, I think it's just more of a balance thing actually than I do, you know, straight line speed or something else like that. Because I, I follow power there. I, I felt fairly close, you know, speed wise down the straights to him. But um, you know, it's uh, we've done a great job I think with our team to to overcome. A lot of stuff this weekend uh we didn't test here so you know we we've tried a lot of things uh up down all over the place uh spring rates half the spring i mean everything more than i can remember in a long time and the car's not really responding you know to it so it is what it is you know now we just got to drive it and, and try to find some some speed and you know worked out there and qualifying a little bit and uh you know, hopefully tomorrow we can have a good race. We strategically obviously did not use the reds there in the round round three because I didn't want to. Uh, I want I wanted to, um, as I try to be normally pretty race-minded, and, and I just really wanted to put myself in the best spot possible for tomorrow. So the Penske's, a couple of them had new new reds left. Obviously, uh, we we didn't have that luxury, so we, we just decided to keep them with as few laps on them as possible. So, you know, we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Go out there and take the challenge to them, as will Dixie, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. How physically demanding is a course like this that's very long, uh, very different than some of the other road and street courses that we race on in terms of bumpiness and, and some of the longer straights, but how, how much does it take out of you during a session like this? Well, it's just very high commitment. And so, you know, for me, where, where I've been holding my breath a lot uh, this weekend, I've struggled with a really loose race car. And uh, so when you're in that sort of condition, it's, it gets your heart rate elevated pretty quick because uh, you know if it goes wrong, it's going to happen in a hurry. So. Uh, you know, it's uh, really just trying to, to manage that. Uh, physically, it's nice to the long straights to be able to stretch the old hands out and, and let them breathe a little bit. Uh, you know, so from that perspective, it's not bad. But it certainly gets your heart racing around this place. It's fast. It's very, as I said, very high commitment um, and, uh, you know, a lot of fun. So, uh, you know, tomorrow, hopefully the weather will be perfect like it looks, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be good to go. Questions for Graham? Dave. You mentioned saving the Reds. How much of an advantage of the are the Reds, and for how long? Can you? I mean, are they that fast through the steel? Well, you know, I mean, for me, I would say that typically the Reds are very consistent. So I'm going to go with that. You know, I don't normally get the tired egg that other guys do, so I'm just going to hope that that's the case for me tomorrow. And I, that's why I didn't want to run them because with as loose as my race car is. Uh, I'm concerned we're not really going to be able to fix that overnight. Hopefully we can. You know, hopefully we can get it better overnight. But we, we've spent two days of, of all over the place on setup and haven't put a, a, a you know, ding in it. So, you know, we, uh, I feel like the reds are much better for me. Um, you know, the prime compound here this weekend is fairly different than last year. And the reds are the same compound as last year. So, uh, or so I'm told. So for me... The Reds were really strong last year in the race, so I wanted to keep them. I think they'll be consistent. How much faster are they? For me, a lot. I mean, I think it's a couple seconds a lap for me. 
probably. I mean, at least second and a half, just in, uh, you know, just just purely in just comfort. <laughs> I mean, I ran the blacks there. Those blacks there were like eight or nine laps old. Qualifying laps, a couple heat cycles. I was hanging on for dear life. I mean, so see how it goes. Any final questions for Graham? Thanks a lot, Graham. All right, Appreciate thanks. It. Joined now by Will Power and Simon Pagino, who will be starting second and fourth in tomorrow's Kohler Grand Prix, respectively. Will, not quite enough for Elio in today's qualifying session, but what are your thoughts going into tomorrow's race with a front row start? Yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely important to start up front. Um, it'll be an interesting race. With a, if it's all green, it'll be a lot of fuel save, but... Uh, yeah, really happy to be on the front row. Obviously, uh, to be pipped by the old guy, just there at the line, 600s. <laughs> so he just gets faster as he gets older. So he's like, uh, he's like wine, but um, he's matured. But uh, yeah, it's a good, good day for the team. Very, very good day. We just got to be good in the race tomorrow and uh, collect some points. Simon Pagino starting fourth in tomorrow's race, which ties his best career start here at Road America. Simon, take us through your qualifying run, uh, what worked, what didn't work, and your thoughts heading into tomorrow's race as well. Uh, yeah, no, it's a great, great day for the team. And Helio, I think that's his 50th pole too, isn't it? 50th? His 50th, yes. Uh, that's pretty cool. So uh, congrats to him. Um, yeah, we seem to to missed it in the first six. I um, was pretty happy with the car in uh, Q1 and Q2. Um, but uh, on the new set of uh, red fights on top of fast six, we had no grip, so not quite sure what happened there. We, um, but we tried. We, I feel like we have a very good race car. Uh, um, not, not what I expected, quite frankly. We had a lot more pace, but um, I don't know. The tires didn't work the way we wanted them to work, so it is what it is. But uh, it's a long race. Um, lots of time management tomorrow in the race, so uh, a lot can happen, uh, and that's what we're strong at. So. So we'll see. <laughs> Joseph Newgarden starting third in tomorrow's Kohler Grand Prix, his career best start here at Road America. Joseph, first, two questions for you. Firstly, just take us through your qualifying run and your perspective on how things went. But secondly, your thoughts on just being surrounded by your teammates for the start of this race, I can imagine that would probably play to your benefit as opposed to having people from different teams starting around you. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you know you'd rather be surrounded by your teammates than than other people that you know you might not be able to trust as much um so we'll try and take care of each other as best as we can and uh then race each other you know we're, we're still going to race um which is great uh, but we've all been fast all weekend we knew we knew it was going to be tough to be the top of us four and uh what was good was you know we've had we've kind of had the top four spots with all of us all weekend and we wanted to make sure that we you know continued that in qualifying in the race and you know luckily we didn't really drop in performance, so that was good. I was happy for the whole group. Happy for Elio, you know, wanted to beat him, but I'm happy for him getting getting his 50th pole. And it's good for the team. Um, but like you said, yeah, it's good that we're surrounded by, you know, people we know and can trust, and then we can uh, work from there to try and win the race. Perfect. We're gonna pull up a chair for Scott Dixon here, so we don't have to make him wait. Here, take, Joined also by Scott Dixon, who will be starting fifth in tomorrow's uh, Kohler Grand Prix. Scott continued his tradition of being in every Firestone Fast Six qualifying session that we have had in the 2017 season. 
Scott, in tomorrow's lineup and next to you right now, you have a lot of a lot of Penske drivers around you. You and Graham were able to crack into that top six. But uh, your perspective on how things went today and, and looking forward into tomorrow's race and the plan to get past these guys. Uh, it, it was decent. Um, you know, I. I think we, we struggled with uh, balance all weekend, uh, or yesterday, I should say, and then we made some big changes uh, overnight and, and definitely got better. Uh, our biggest problem was from Q1 to Q2, our second set of reds, it was like the front tyres were actually blacks with red stripes painted on. So we're not really sure why that, why that happened. We went back to uh, check those in, in Q3, and um, the balance came right back. So we were really uh, not sure why that happened. But... Um, you know, car's been pretty good in, in uh, you know, practice today and qualifying. Uh, overall, pretty happy. Um, you know, we know the deficit that we're dealing with, especially at a place like this. So, um, is what it is, and we'll, you know, try and uh, do our best tomorrow. We'll open up for questions. Yes, Bruce. <coughs> how, how soon do you boys want to get off the red tires tomorrow? I want to get, I want to stay. Yeah, I don't know. I think it depends. Everyone's probably going to be different. It depends on how your car is looking after them. So I think it'll be a big mixed bag on that but discussion. Get off the, the used reds is what I should have said. Who knows, you know? Stay. Yeah, Elliot wants to stay, so who knows? I think it's a preferred tire. Yeah. I, th I think you're just going to run faster on a used red. So okay. I don't know. Other questions? We'll go ahead and let everyone go except Mr. Castro Neves, who will stay back. We'll go ahead and continue with the press conference. Uh, Elio, a, a few stats to read here. Your 50th pole all-time, which breaks a tie with Bobby Unser for third. So you now hold third on the all-time polls list by yourself. Uh, but your first pole here at Road America, you can't say that about a lot of tracks on the schedule. In fact, only the Grand Prix of Indianapolis, in terms of all the events on the 2017 schedule, is the one track you haven't won pole at yet. So there's not a lot of firsts you can really tie into your career here at this point what does that mean to you to to know that you're still you're still learning you're still improving oh, and incredible. even at you know the point that you are in your career you know to get 51 pole positions oh did i say 50. 51 <laughs> sorry it's a bad habit <coughs> 51 <coughs> Fi well, anyway you guys know what i'm talking about um it's just uh, it just uh, to show that uh, incredible team effort uh, i cannot uh, i cannot take the credit by myself uh, if i didn't have a Will, Joseph, uh, Simon uh, uh, on board, I wouldn't be able to do it because um, as we all talk about, I know you guys sometimes thinking, yeah, come on, you guys not share information, but you still got to lay it down a lap. But we learn so much from each other that it's actually a benefit for the team and benefit for, for the drivers. Sometimes some people don't accept to, uh, to continue learning. Um, I guess I prefer taking the different route. Yes, <coughs> I might not uh, win my championship yet, but um, I still learning and maybe with those uh, 
results that we're having, we might put ourselves uh, in a situation that we're going to win for sure. We have a, definitely have the speed still. So I enjoy very much working with an amazing organization. Uh, Rev Group Car was uh, really on rails, uh, especially uh, when we were laying down the, the end of the with the with the new tires, red tires, Firestone tires. Car was really really good and. Uh, but um, again, all, all credit to the entire organization. Not only uh, it's not, I'm just here representing them. How did things play out in today's qualifying session specifically? Did you feel like you could get past Will and Joseph and Simon, who had all been fastest in practice sessions heading into this session? You know, it, it's interesting because uh, we knew we were ahead of the competitors, but <laughs> I didn't know. And you guys heard me saying it just a few hours earlier. Uh, I'm not sure if they're hiding, you know, holding a little bit on the engine. Um, so uh, even through that, I didn't know. But as soon as the first session went out, we, we were in a group two. Uh, we realized, okay, we're still on the same direction. And, um, and then we're just trying to set our plan in, in, in what to do and hopefully saving the best towards to the end. And that's exactly what we did uh, and worked out pretty well. Questions for Elio, Bruce, and then Dave. So you already said you want to stay on the reds, but how soon, once the green flag drops, because of the fact it's 55 laps, do you start thinking of fuel savings? Well, I understand there is five more laps this year, and uh, sounds like it's going to be tough. You're going to have to save a little bit of a fuel, um, and there is a lot going on, Bruce. It's not only saying, like, I want to get out of the reds. Reds seem to be holding pretty well. Um, and um, it's probably how long we, uh, how long you want to be on blacks basically because uh, and again it's going to change uh, it sounds tomorrow is going to be a little bit cooler there was so many other uh, uh, things that are happening uh, you can't just decide okay I want to get out of the reds or I want to put reds or blacks whatever right now we got to <coughs> realize and do what we did at, uh, at uh, some of the sessions and I, I had to change a little bit of my setup because my car was handling a little bit different in, in blacks between reds and um, see what happens. I think it's going to be hard, but who knows when the, if there is a yellow, uh, who knows if, um, who knows. Uh, but right now as green flag, I think it will be hard, yes. Dave? This is such a long lap to get right. Uh, on your best lap, how close did you get to getting every single part of this lap? Perfect. Yeah, I opened up my, uh, my lap a tenth slower than my previous one, which shows that uh, I still had some room to improve. But, but obviously, I made so much more time where I was losing compared to my teammates that probably the one that I, uh, that I lost uh, obviously didn't affect. Um, uh, and, uh, but I tell you what, it was um, it definitely everything felt very good. Um, I took a chance when I needed, especially through some of the corners, and especially the cover sale, and, um, and it worked pretty well. So um, uh, this, as you said, is so long that there's so many things happening. When you see the lap time half a second faster than your previous lap, you're like, oh my god. Uh, what it's too much time for for uh, thinking, and you don't want that normally in race uh, or playing golf, I guess. But I don't play golf. That's what he told me. Um, and but in the end, was uh, uh, we just kept cool and kept doing the same thing what we did and attacking instead of just taking it easy, and it paid off. You said taking chances in the carousel. How do you take a chance? Well, sometimes the car does some movements and you lift. Sometimes the car does some movement and you don't like PT style.
<laughs> After the first uh, round of qualifying, when Will had that huge gap on everybody, did you get a chance to look at his telemetry and say, okay, I need to, is it all in one sector or is it a little bit everywhere? Like to find that amount of lap time, was it all in one, one section of the track? Yeah, that was a huge lap. We didn't know. I mean, he really went for it. And I think um, I did look into the lap, but by that time, it was still too early. And my car wasn't actually doing what I wants to do. For example, it was a little bit loose on the high-speed corners. and But new tires was understeer. So it was changing quite a lot from one thing to another. And... Uh, when we saved the tires to the end, we made some adjustments that it was just perfect. It was just perfect. And I, I guess after that, I could do what we was doing before, and, and I was able to lay down a, a good lap. Uh, Marty, I think, had mentioned on the broadcast that RP's not here this weekend, so you'll have Jonathan on the box. Is there anything he can do, like, that's prepped from a strategy standpoint? Is, is this the first race he'll be, ever call as your strategist then? Oh, even that RP is not here, he is here. So um, <laughs> he's not physically here, but he is here. Um, I have to say, you, it's, it's the foundation that he lays down to everybody, my group uh, especially, it's, it's already there. You know, it's great that Roger is here because he makes the decision. And today was a perfect proof of that. You know, when Jonathan making decisions on the tires, which one to do it, consulting with me, and normally it, it, was, pretty, uh, it was pretty good. So... I, I feel that we, we know what we need to do. We just got to uh, give that to this one to Roger, and it would be great to, um, to win for him for sure. Hey, how would you describe the chemistry that you have with your teammates, how that's developed with Joseph and, and sort of how that benefits you guys? I mean, Joseph came in, um, first of all, his talent, uh, uh, it's definitely uh, suit uh, the team. Uh, and I believe also, well, his personality it helps too. Uh, he's a guy that uh, fits in and there is no issue. So when Simon and I and, and Will, uh, we've been here for quite some time and uh, it's just, we're just accepting another person and, uh, and open up for, see what does he have to offer us that we can make us better too. And he d he's doing a phenomenal job. Um, and between us, yes, we want to, kick everybody's inside the team, but um, we want to give the win, we want to give the championship to Roger. Uh, but we know that in the end of the day, working together, racing hard, which that's uh, RP and Cindric allow us to do, but fair, um, we're going to be, everybody's going to be, uh, you know, benefit from that. I know sometimes, you know, it's yeah, maybe I, I don't win, but I know we, I contribute a lot for that win. And um, and that's it's recognized from Roger, and that's probably why we have a, such a great group. Not only from the drivers, from the engineers, they share a lot of information, and especially the mechanics. Everybody's, I mean, high five each other because it was a great team effort for one, two, three, four. Patrick, uh, Elio, how important? Or in the back of your minds, ever come up of keeping, not just getting the 50th pole, but keeping Will behind you. Well, this is this is what uh, in this season third, fourth time that we are together, like first right. and second, and anyway. So um, no, right now it's uh, we just gotta go. It will as in the racetrack. I understand he's my teammate outside, but when we're inside, which is just another driver, and um, I'm gonna do everything I can to um, 
run my race and uh, stay in the position to um, to try to to win. You want to run up your poll numbers though, just to keep them. Oh uh, well, in in that perspective, yeah, he is. Uh, he definitely, uh, he definitely uh, is a challenge with him, and he's a phenomenal. He is able to put a f most of the times a phenomenal lap, and uh, not today. Any other questions for Elio? Elio, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you very much.